already. I'm getting anxious with this music. I'm like a surgeon who can't keep his hands steady. Wonder how long till they check me. We'll probably sell out arenas and international tours while my girl is still petty. All of my new stuff is classics. This Kill Cliff. Bye. <laughs> Kill Cliff, if you watch this, cut that check. You need three checks. This shit is good, bro. It is. It's got Chinese apples. Even though you can't call them Chinese apples no more than pomegranates. Back in the day, they were Chinese apples. Really? Yeah. It's funny, at the top it says... At least for white folks. Killer taste. <laughs> killer taste. Totally American. It's about to be smoking. Ingredients that don't suck. No sugar. And it's, it's made by a Navy SEAL foundation. Oh, okay. No, it's an official partner. It's not made by them. Navy SEALs probably never even drink this. So we were talking about Takashi, and they were like, you know, he broke code. And I was, my argument was, if what he says is true, that they fucked his baby moms, they there's video footage of him getting grabbed and thrown into a truck, getting pistol whipped, robbed by his mans, and they're like, he broke code by snitching. I'm like, if you did all that to me, you expect me to honor that code when you broke like several codes before that now I'm not saying what he said is true I'm saying if that is true why do you deserve my loyalty after you robbed me fucked my baby moms pistol whipped me beat the shit out of me and then you we all get caught up in some shit and now you're expecting me to take the 60 year bid because that's the code. There, there was a few codes broken prior, so you fucked up first. And I find out it's you. You want me to give you some street code when you broke several of them before me? Makes sense. That now, like I said, that's all predicated upon if what he says is true. Now, if that is true, and I'll, I'll even go as far as say he could be fifty percent lying. You still broke. One of those codes, you fucked my baby moms, you pistol whipped me, (laughs) (laughs) robbed me, (laughs) you broke any, you did any of those three things, I'm not giving you none of that shit back in return. I will not. And that, now, if you was a a straight up nigga, you held me down, and you was always riding with me, I see you deserve that now. I honor that code. Code means there is a certain way of living that you're gonna give, but something has to be returned. So if you didn't honor your side of the bargain, why am I gonna honor mine? Why am I gonna give up millions of dollars, my freedom, bitches, bottles, all this great lifestyle, do 60 years, I'm coming out what, at 73 years old? If you're lucky. You know, and I'm like, it's just because- 70 year old men don't get out of jail every it, day. Like, and we, and we, <laughs> but everybody gets life, so yeah. you die in prison, that's it. You know, so I'm gonna give all that up, just because of some fucking street code, but you you completely ignore all the other codes. At the same time, and not in a situation like that, because there's, that's extreme, looking at 60 years, or however many years. That's what he was looking at. But, there's no honor amongst thieves. Fair enough. I, he, if I was violated, I would do the same thing. But there's also, when the stakes aren't so high, the real power is, that code shit is, is bullshit. Fair is fair. In love of war, you pull out all the stops, bro. If something's worth fighting for, it's worth fighting dirty, right? So what you would do is if the stakes weren't so high, 
You would take that. I'll take that out. You want to fuck my baby? Not unless it's 60 years of Gentile. But if it's something else, millions of dollars, a thousand dollars, four dollars, some cred, whatever the case is, take that. You'll look at me like I'm obeying the code. But then later, when you got something and I know you violated, I'm pressing it. Now, now, you carry, now, now you're in my pocket forever. You think I'm the man, everybody else thinks I'm the man. But right now, you, you work for me. The minute you violate and I let you go and I thank you, hey man, thanks for looking out, even though I know you fucked me, now you work for me forever. Oh. And you can never tell me no. I, I like that. That's the Italian name. <laughs> you, you can never tell me no. I completely agree. And we, so going off of that, this is where I was like, something, something of that nature. I felt like, you remember Michael Vick with the dog scandal shit? Yeah. I was like, his cousin was there. And I was so pissed off that. I'm like, you're, you're Michael Vick. I don't even have to tell you. You should already know. Bro, you're going to take this out for me. They're not, they're not coming for you. They're looking to come at me. I did the dog fight. I ran it. My cousin didn't know nothing about it. It was behind his back, unaware, all that. When you come back out, I'm Michael fucking Vick. Yo, here's your keys. See your house, car, and here's your bank card because there's some money in the bank for you. You're set. Michael Vick goes to jail. They, they, that man was damn so low. Yeah, you know. Free fit my bun. So, uh, I'm not sure what that meant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did you say free paper bun? Yeah, okay, free paper. Damn, I couldn't say it without the Caribbean accent. <laughs> it's pretty much all your money that you was getting. It's out the window. Okay, it's cool. Done. This is for all other viewers that are not of Caribbean descent, so I'll make sure we all try. Caribbean people. one section. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, I felt like, Whoever Michael Vick's cousin was, I'm like, that motherfucker need to get got. And I was like, you dropped the ball. I'm like, you take that, you take that L. Cause I'm like, what they gonna give you? Four or five years? You coming back? Even if you had a hundred thousand dollar job, you, 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 what, what you got? Five hundred thousand at the end of that? Five years is an eternity, bro. Yeah, but you know you coming back and out. You know you and the way they hang people up for stupid shit. Yeah, but Michael Vick's cousin wasn't a big time. Nobody, he's a nobody. We, we, we're calling him Michael Vick's cousin because we don't even know who the fuck he is still. Yeah. But you know the name Michael Vick. I mean, I bet you the year in jail for Michael Vick was a lot different than the year in jail Michael Vick's cousin did. Well, would have done. Yeah. Would have. Yeah. That's, that's why when you come back out, you're taken care of. Wait, so... To be honest, I didn't really follow the whole Michael Vick thing. Was it actually Michael Vick yeah, that was doing it? Was, it, it was both of them. Yeah. yeah. It, it was, was both of them. It was a whole team of people. Okay. But but it's Michael Vick. Yeah, one person's got the opportunity and fucking God's gift to make millions and millions of dollars and save everything. One, he got everything he deserved because he shouldn't have been doing stupid shit. Yeah. But if he is doing stupid shit, somebody else should have taken the fall. Yeah. I don't think so. If you're all in it together, why not save the guy that could turn around and save you? I think if we're all in it together, we fucking you split that time up instead of just throwing it on. So look at it like this. Yeah, but the issue is, is that when you come back out, you're broke. When we split that time, you come back out, and I'm the one that's the Michael Vick. You come back out, you're good. You protect the boss, bro, because the boss will save you in the end. 
You coming back. I, 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 Hence why I said, I here's the keys to your car, your house, here's some money in the bank. You don't protect that boss. You come back home to what? Section 8? Food stamps? I, you, you're now, I, I, you're I, now I, a fucking felon. You got, you got no life. No, I, I, can, I can understand that. I can see it. I guess for me, I love the story of like a, a fallen hero grinding from the from the bottom again. But when you're a high profile person like that, I feel like it's hard to stay broke at that point because you have that notoriety behind you, you have that fame. So, I mean, fucking, there's people out there who raped and molested a bunch of people, went to jail for like 20 years, got out, and now they're doing infomercials and stuff and making a shit ton of money. So. Yeah, but it's not the same <clears throat> level, and you know, and with like I said, we're we're talking like small years versus twenty years. If we're talking a five year bid, I'm not. And by no stretch am I saying that's easy. I'm just saying it's easier than twenty. That's all I'm saying. But you could take that four five years, and you know you're coming back good. But you, you don't even know if you're coming back good. Four five years is a long time. Yeah. Because the way I look at it, like, the whole Bobby Schmerber thing, right? They split up set the seven years each, right? Because it was supposed to be 14. Now, imagine if imagine if it's like, now nah, I'm going to take all the heat. I'm going to do 14 years. That's 14 years that you have to wait to be good. Versus you split, you split a 7-7, seven, seven, you guys get out sooner, and you can hustle sooner. You can get back to the real world sooner. Well, so there's two things about that. You, you, once again, I said if it's like a four or five-year bid. Now 14, that's 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 a bigger bit. Then the other thing is, Bobby Schmurter's coming from drug money. Michael Vick, we're talking NFL money. You're talking 250 million plus dollars. That's not including your Nike endorsements, video games. He was, he was making commercials, he was the man. You know, Michael Vick was literally the face at one point. The man was more respected for his legs than, than his arm, and that's a quarterback. So, he revolutionized that game in that sense. So he had all that. And endorsement deals, we're not even talking about autographs, jersey sales, you had a Nike contract. That's the, that's the top of the food chain when it comes to sneakers and cleats. It's more than a 50 million and this man is having dog fights. That's crazy. I, so I'm not here to knock <clears throat> someone's way of life. Some people believe in it. You go to Mexico, cockfights are freaking sanctioned, legal, it's all good. Over here, yo, ASPCA is like FBI for fucking pets and puppies. Yeah, I think that goes along with everybody else that fucks up. And it's just, this is the downside to, to fame and sports because there's no training for it. And nine times out of 10, the best people for especially athletes are are poor kids. You know? Yeah, there's Ivy League schools. Yeah, there's kids that come out of Yale and Harvard. But those Yale and Harvard <laughs> guys are just fucking linemen. They're not superstars. They're not getting big contracts. All these superstar players, they're all just fucking poor kids. So when you take a poor person, any poor person, Black, white, the levels of poorness, and you give them two hundred and fifty million dollars, yeah. they're getting in trouble. Yeah, and that they're getting in trouble. There's no training. The biggest injustice that there's ever been.
in fucking society is because they don't, because we're so greedy for money, they don't train these kids. You're mad good, you're a superstar, we can make hundreds of millions of dollars off of you, we'll give you a cut, happy 18th birthday, here's a contract and some money. You don't gotta go to school, you don't gotta learn how to do your fucking taxes, you don't, you don't have to learn money. to do public speaking. You got these guys, bro, hundreds of millions of dollars of scoring touchdowns, put a fucking microphone in front of their face at the end of the game, we're talking. <laughs> we're talking. How is that? And you don't even have, and the problem is, is that they bring their poor family and friends with them who also don't know no better, and they're not even telling them, yo, maybe, maybe we should do a public speaking. Maybe we should train you to handle this. No, because everybody just wants the money. With that's that why I, I, I agree that is, and I'll go as far as maybe that's like 99 percentile, and it's probably a little unfair for me to use him as a, as a, as a point, but because I've seen him do it, and he's exactly the situation we talked about, what you were speaking about, LeBron James. Yeah, but that's, he's a special, he's a special. Once again, I'm just saying, he's extremely smart with yeah. his money. 1% out of high school. He's a special Same person. Pro, he went from projects, and I'm saying, and like I said, it's unfair, but that should be a role model, or he needs a school for, like he said, for learn, know your business. Know what you're getting yourself involved with. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I mean, no, they, they should never sign athletes that haven't gone to college. And then even that system, they really don't have to go to college. But then you can tell the difference between these players that are still superstar players but actually finished and went to school because they have short NFL careers, they leave, and then they become doctors, lawyers, or real estate moguls, and they do stuff and you never hear about any of that. You got guys that have a 10 year career that never got hurt, like yo, yeah. where's he? Meanwhile, he's, you know, has 10 times the amount of money he ever would have had, no brain injuries, and he wears a suit and tie every day. Yeah. But that one dude, that, 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 uh, that, what was he, he was a tight end or a safety or something, he's a surgeon. He did like two, three years on the Titans, maybe four years on the Titans, and he's a he's a fucking neurosurgeon. My man used it to fund his dreams. That's it, bro. I respect that. You know, well, no I fame, no glory, but he saves lives. But you know what, too? I think those people are people who want to be those athletes because it's not about the money. <clears throat> like you used LeBron, for example. I think LeBron valued his skill as a basketball player than he did the money, the fame. Yeah. Like he he's he's the first NBA player to spend like a million dollars a year on oh, just his health. So it, that that shows that it wasn't really about the money. He wasn't one of those NBA players who wild out stunted, just like Kobe was never that type of player. All of those yeah. legends, special. Allen Iverson spoke being. about that, like uh, him and Kobe. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were to have a they had a game coming up. Kobe went to pick him up at the airport. They go, they have dinner. They're chilling. AI was like, I'm going to the club. He's like, I'm dropping you off at the hotel. I'm going to go work out. And he showed that level of discipline. AI was like, I, I wasn't that way. I was a freak of nature. I could, I could keep up with him. But if I had that kind of discipline. Fucking legendary. Yeah. Uh, one of Kobe's trainers, he was the same one that trained Michael Jordan. He was like, oh, um. 
he, fuck, well, I can't remember his name right now. I love that dude. I read his books. He was like, Kobe trained harder than Michael. He spoke about that, but Michael was... Naturally more talented? I, I don't know about the talent part because it was working out, but I think Michael just knew how to work out a little smarter, but Kobe was like, I'm going to put more hours in, and those hours are going to accumulate more of that. But I... I I think that's a gift and a curse because hence why, because he took care of his body just as good as uh, like LeBron does. But I think all that investment on working out came to his Achilles heel, literally. Because your body's gonna break down. You gotta know how much to not work out as well. I don't think it's that. I think I, I think like his injuries was just from wear and tear. Basketball, yeah. football, little sports. That's a young man's game. Like, even boxing, it does wear on your body over time. Hence why yeah. LeBron does those recoveries. Look, look at his age now. Yeah, but also, you got to look at We've how seen ferocious that. he was when he first got into the NBA, and now he calmed that shit down. Yes, he did. He, he got to. Yeah, but he knows <laughs> when to turn it on. But at the same time, at his age frame, like, he's, like, granted, he's only, I think, 38, 39. Like, that's, like, fucking 90 in the NBA. But... The man is still putting 27, 8, and 8. Like, these are still, these are similar numbers to his MVPs. And, you know, that's, that's showing that he could do that. Kobe was, a, a, his IQ as an assassin, scoring-wise, was there. But I think he just, at one point, didn't know how to turn it off. Yeah, I'm of the opinion, at the end of the day, fuck these dudes. They got millions of dollars. <laughs> and none of this shit helps me. Would I like to have this fucking drive and focus? Absolutely. However, these are these are once in a lifetime human beings, and it doesn't apply. I don't think they're once in a lifetime human beings. I think they just found something that they really enjoyed early. And think about it, they they almost forced into sports. <coughs> what the fuck are you gonna do at six six and be a garbage man? You know how fucking weird that's gonna be. <laughs> and you know, to, to be honest though, I think that's that's a crucial part. Like, did you guys ever hear the story about the uh, parents that were chess players? And they had two daughters, and they wanted to see if they could raise uh, either the youngest or the first female chess grandmasters. So they grew up playing chess, and that was their life. And lo and behold, they both were the two, I think the youngest and first female uh, chess grandmasters. Mm. I think I heard that. Basically. All you have to do is start your own. Look at Tiger Woods' kid. Mm-hmm. Kid's nasty. And LeBron's kid. Both He's going to be a fucking beast. Both of them. But then at the same time, look at two boys. Yeah, yeah, both of them. Um, he has two sons, and I believe a daughter as well. But then look at that. Look at Jordan's kid. I I think because Jordan came about it such a different way, and and no shade on how LeBron does it, but at the time, think about what you gotta live up to. Your Michael Jordan son, like. The level of expectation that that's got to hold at that time. Like, if you... You couldn't even get into the college your father was in. There's a reason, though, why these people are... are and I disagree with you. They're, they're special human beings. Everybody possesses a certain level of drive and, and focus and ability. And sometimes drive and focus trumps ability. And, or you could have mad ability and... Things just happen because you're that good, despite your level of effort. 
But at the end of the day, these people are, are different kinds of people. Put them in the same category as you know this this one percent, half a percent of you know ultra rich you know CEOs or you know the people that pull the strings and go. It's just that there it's it's a special kind of person. They're not the same as the rest of the population, whether they're born with money or born without money come from nothing and become the richest man in the world if you have a certain level of luck and dedication. That's the thing is I don't think they're, in a sense you can look at it as special, but I think what makes them unique or special or whatever is that pure focus and dedication. And I think that everybody's capable of it. It's mm -hmm. just not everybody wants to put in that work. Because yes. it's a lot of sacrifice, but I think they're not... I don't think they're no different than anybody else. I think they just committed to something longer than other people. But I believe at the same time, if we're talking sport-wise, there's certain tools you have to have. in Because, look, no matter how hard, let's say I had Kobe's dedication, no matter how hard I worked, you think at 5'7", I could be somewhere in the NBA? 5'7". You're taking away Muggsy Bowes and freaking Earl Boykins. I also, get super fucking special people, freaks of nature. Some that's people, my point. what I'm saying. Everybody has it in them, but you could be unlucky. You could be just as dedicated and focused as a fucking Mark Cuban or uh, Elon Musk or, or any of these other people. Yeah. Might just be unlucky. I think luck you is might get a little bit of it. You know, you might have made bad the wrong decision. Say bad decision, but <coughs> something might not have worked out. You know what I'm saying? You could be as focused as you want to be or as dedicated as you want to be. That'll help you bounce back after, after a setback or a problem. Mm -hmm. But sometimes things are fucking insurmountable, and it's fine to accept that. Quitting is another thing. Yeah. Most people are going to quit. I think luck is... I look at luck as fluid. And the reason why I say that is because, as you said before, like, you need that, you need to be able to persevere through things, right? Like, you need to be able to bounce back. That's honestly what luck is. Like, you look at all these people who are famous or rich or whatever, they took mad L's until they finally won one, and that's what set them off. And people look at them as they're lucky, and they look at you like, I'm not fucking lucky. I just ate shit for 10, 20 years and finally got a break. And that's the difference. A lot of people just, they're like, nah, I don't have that luck, and then fucking give up. But as long as you keep putting in that effort no matter what, I don't see... I mean, of course, there's people in the world I'm talking who, no matter what, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, fucked, but, but there's also a difference between, you know, you do something great, and you're like, ah, you know, I'm just lucky. That's something you say just to be nice to people so you don't want to tell them, you know, you're an asshole because you could have did this. I'm better than you. This is why I did it. But then sometimes it's legit fucking lucky. There's people, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah, this, you know, this guy created a little stupid computer program as, you know, a kid sleeping in his basement and then five years later sold it for fucking a billion dollars. I don't think that's luck. It was a lot of hard work and dedication to make it. Lucky that the, the circumstances in the universe, think about all the other hundreds of people more educated, more in the know, more this, more that. The demand for something changes by the fucking day. Huh. You're lucky 
that what you made was in demand was in demand at the time. You could have made it or foreseen that demand made it and then something else screwed you over. And the stars do need to align to a certain extent. Your hard work and dedication has nothing to do. For example, like we could talk about when he said like um, things change and take Tom Brady. We'll, we'll leave it on the table, greatest of all time, quarterback. But because his longevity <laughs> in football has gone so far that you're like, wow, that's amazing. Now, if you look at football today, you sneeze on a quarterback. That's flags, penalties, you're getting fined. He would have played at the time when Lawrence Taylor was there. A man would have probably been retired after his fifth year. Because you're getting killed, literally. Fucking yeah, but that's that's the luck. It's you're lucky you're playing it's, in this it's, time. It's apples and bananas. You're lucky in the time that you're playing it. Because you got I mean, all right. So then, but but by that by that logic, you take a guy like fucking again Elon Musk, who's I don't know if he's as awesome as anybody says he is. But you take a guy like him and you put him back in the time with fucking Benjamin Franklin, and he, <laughs> he's gonna be like, yo, look, we can send rockets to the moon, and everybody's like, you're fucking crazy. And if you took Benjamin Franklin and you bought him today, <laughs> you'd be like, you're stupid. So it's well, just, you know what I'm saying? That, like that's it's just, technology. It's, it's, it's two different. It's, yeah, but that's it's, technology. It's, but the evolution of the game of what you could do with your duration, that's why I'm saying luck. You're lucky to play in that time. I don't because think so. You, 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 I don't think the it's luck. I think so is that because they so think Tom Brady would last as long in the 80s and 90s. Tom Brady would have adjusted his play style to the 80s and 90s. You're a product of your environment. Yeah. No matter, no matter what it is. I, I'm not saying he would not adjust or not be successful. I said his longevity would not be uh, as long. Who no. knows? Who was the longest player back then? Between Marino and fucking uh, Montana and Elway? How long did they play? Uh, Elway, I think, had about 13 to 14 years. And that, and that motherfucker got killed. I mean, but that's nothing to fucking scoff at. 14 years? Oh, yeah, yeah. No. But, also, but also, look at everything else. Look but now we're talking someone with 21 years. All right, but what I'm saying is at the time, so even 20, 30 years ago, Olympic run times were slower. Mm-hmm. Swim times were slower. The technology behind sports and health and, and, and healing and research. Absolutely agree. And all of that was here and now it's here. Absolutely. So people are getting faster, recovering better, lasting longer in every aspect of life because of over time. I agree with that. Wholeheartedly. But the level of violence that is distributed into that game now has dramatically diminished. As you said, the violence went down. But it had to. But that's up for debate, it too. It fucking had to. Because you got to think about it. Like, thinking about it from a business standpoint. Things are different. So, but then, that, that's because of the movie. That but Will Smith one, but then no, it's not even the movies. Genuinely, it's the real life. players and the pockets for the NFL. And then if you're if you're an athlete in the NFL, you're my money. You get hurt, I gotta pay for you. You can't play more than five years. That's a loss. Now I gotta go scout another player. I gotta hope that, that he's making as av- much money. Um, Google the average NFL career. That is it. What we're talking about um, is yeah. But what's the purpose? Because now you, you you discount you discount people. So then LeBron is not as great as everybody says he is because. Fucking, you know, 25 years ago, he would have got his ass kicked in the fucking paint or all over the court. 
So, like, are these people greater or are they not great? No, I'm saying the longevity. I'm not taking away greatness. I'm not taking their skills and saying they're not good. They but just the physicality. Been, they just wouldn't have been so good for so long. Exactly. Fuck. Now, LeBron is different because they don't need to be good for that long, bro. But LeBron, LeBron, I look at different because you're six eight, six nine, two hundred and fifty pounds, lean. Yeah. Tom Brady is like six three, one eighty. Did you see that four forty he did when he came into the combine? There was offensive linemen running faster than him. It's a different game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh. It's a different game. It's a different era. But like even that, like again. Everything changes, bro. I'm not arguing that it changes. Yeah. Thirty years from now, they're gonna be like, it was too violent. Can't survive in this day and age of basketball. Look, look at the shooting now, pulling up from half court. Like, yeah, that wasn't a thing. Yeah, people are getting better, better oh, all yeah. around. Competition people are getting again. better. I, I'm once again, I'm not taking away skill. That there's the skill that I'm talking about. The you physical know, nature. The conversations in baseball like that too. Oh, these guys are hitting so many home runs and so much this, so much that. The average fucking pitch has gone up like four miles per hour. These guys are bigger. Human beings are getting bigger and stronger and faster. Technology behind medicine and sports medicine and the, it, it, the stuff that they make the balls out of. The fucking stuff that they make the bats out of. How the different, you know, different materials they put in the turf and the grass and the mud and the clay and all that shit is making people more competitive and better. Yeah. So you can never do that argument too because it's like, could we survive in the Stone Age? I think we could survive. Probably make it to like 12 and then it's a wrap for us. Yeah. Because right now we're accustomed to today's technology. I ain't got to hunt for my food. I just walk to the defense. That is well. It's already killed and cooked. (laughs) This is, this is. That's what I'm saying. Like, it will be, it's different. So, when hence that goat argument, you you look at certain things. You're like, how would you have done this with this technology? And like I said, I'm not saying he's not an accurate quarterback. I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback. He doesn't have a high IQ. All this stuff. He has all these tools. He's put in that work. But because of the physical nature and the restrictions that you can or cannot do, like boxing's even changed. Before there was no 12 rounds. If you go back to when there was Rocky Marciano, you kept fighting until someone was knocked out. They obviously changed it. There was no eight eight count. There was none of that. There was fucking eight, eight, six ounce gloves. That was damn near bare knuckle. You get rocked. So all these things have changed. So can, now you look at someone we all know and love probably, Mike Tyson, we're like, could he fought Muhammad Ali? Ain't everyone loves that debate because you're talking about one of the most strongest fighters versus one of the most versatile fighters. Now, there's two different eras, but you're going to look at where Muhammad Ali is. Um, I don't want to say he's like him, but we familiarize his style of boxing to Mayweather. Mike Tyson is a fucking locomotive coming straight at you. Now, what happens when these two things come together? These are two different things. So when you talk about J.J. Watt, who's a defensive uh, lineman or a linebacker because he's versatile, he's coming at Brady and he's holding back because he can't do certain things. There's restrictions on what he can do versus what Lawrence Taylor was allowed to do. He broke somebody's leg 
When was the last time you heard a broken leg because someone hit you? Like, not because you jumped in the air and you landed wrong and your leg broke. What the fuck hit you? What makes somebody the greatest is if you can do <coughs> outrageous things within the parameter of the oh. fucking rules and the time. Yes. Straight up. So but whether he would have lasted 20 years or 10 years in a more violent league would have been irrelevant. Because the guy that would have dominated back then in violence would have crumbled now. This is why you could take people, as long as you take people out of that element or just change things in their fucking environments or conditions slightly, and they fall apart. Now, it's that's, you know, you could be great in a controlled environment, and you could be great in a hostile environment, then you're great. If you're only great when everything is fucking crazy and not good on, on the other side, you suck. Yeah. That's well, how it goes. How it goes. Because when you talk about great in these two different area, areas, well, that also, well, how do we measure it? By numbers. So if Tom Brady has 20 years here and he has only 10 here, that means half his shit is gone. Now, where do you put him in that GOAT debate? Yeah, but why? Like you can't compare two different eras. It's two different places. And it's, never, and it's never happened. Debating things that fucking are never going to happen. I, I mean, they, they literally have shows about this and we're actually doing it right now. Because like even the, the Mike Tyson and Ali fight. It if, never happened, no. Like they, if they, let's say hypothetically we were in a world where them two were able to face each other. They wouldn't fight the same because they know that they're fighting. They've never fought. Mike Tyson has never fought a Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali has never fought a Mike Tyson. Well, he fought someone similar to Mike Tyson. It was George Foreman at that time was the Mike Tyson. Yeah, but George Foreman was older at that time. Right? Nah, he was young. He was in his prime. Prime? Prime. Did y'all can look at the movie Ali? He was in his prime. He, he just beat the Mike Tyson, bro. No, no, I didn't say he fought Mike Tyson. I said no, George Foreman. George Foreman was that uh, comparison because he was. That strong of a fight, but you can yeah. say anybody was in that yeah, type of person. Like Larry Bird was Steph Curry of back in the day. Look at the percentage difference. Yes, but also look at the percentage of the shots taken. Yeah, because they weren't yeah, shooting like that. You wouldn't accept that if it didn't fucking go along with your argument. You know <laughs> no, what no, I'm no. saying? You in, think the begin- I- in the beginning of this fucking what's his name? In the beginning. In the beginning of this, it was it was uh what's that other? Right when he lost, not the basketball player. That cry right. when he lost. Yeah. Right when he lost. He played all OKC. Kevin Durant. Yeah, Kevin Durant. <laughs> so, in the, so in the beginning of this, in the beginning of this, LeBron and Kevin Durant were, were supposed to be the same. Right. Yeah. And then one surpassed the others. But twenty years from now, you're gonna be like, oh, if KD and LeBron got together, who do you think would win? You know what I'm saying? Like it's not, it's two different people in the same. You know, it's it's not, it's not the same. Okay, so y'all brought up Larry Bird. There's several factors. We didn't bring up Larry Bird. I don't want to talk about sports. I think sports are fucking <laughs> He brought up Larry Bird. He brought up Larry Bird. It just it falls into my <laughs> comfort zone. Who's around? Fuck these people. I like how we went from Takashi to Larry Bird. I do have a, I do have a question though. I feel like we've acknowledged the fact I mean, that. that real, so. yeah. <laughs> I, I think we've acknowledged the fact that as time progresses, things change and yes. people get better, people get smarter, <coughs> people get faster, people get stronger. Yes. Now, just to play the devil, because I want to start some violence for 2023, 
Do you guys think that that also applies to the military? Do you think people in the military have progressed? These days I'm the clutch, love thick girls with a truck. Type of girls to curve everything on the right turn except for us. Bank accounts going nuts, ex-girls showing up. Hey, what's going on? I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Um, if you got anything from it, if it resonated with you, if you think that a friend, family, coworker, whoever would resonate with this podcast, just send it to them. That's all I ask. I don't do sponsors. I doubt I'm going to do sponsors in the future. So this podcast only spreads. It only grows from word of mouth and from sharing. So if you don't get any value from this, fuck it. Don't share it. That's fine. If you do, all I ask is that you share it with somebody. Also, if you have any idea of topics for the podcast maybe you want to be on the podcast we can do virtual now so we could just set up two you know mics phone conversation or whatever we could podcast go to levicity.com there is a section on the top where you click the tabs where you click contact us you click contact us you put your first last name an email and your message your message could be hey i want to talk about uh, michael jackson's thriller or hey i would like to be on a podcast here's my information whatever it is hit us up let us know Hope you have a fantastic day, man.